everybody, I'm Dr. Deb, and welcome to another episode of PTSD and Beyond. Welcome to the PTSD and Beyond podcast, where we give you insights into post-traumatic stress, trauma recovery, healing, and beyond. I'm Dr. Deb Lind, and in each episode, I have a conversation with a guest who will stimulate your mind, touch your heart, and connect with your spirit, and also give you a greater understanding of yourself and others on this healing and recovery journey walked by so many of us before, wounded healers with lived experience and heroes. Hopefully, we'll also provide a glimpse into possibilities and purpose, hope, and inspiration. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. One last thing, guys, before we dive into today's episode, if you'd like an ad-free experience and like early access to new episodes and special events, I want to let you know you can join us at patreon.com. That is patreon.com forward slash PTSD and beyond. All right, let's do it. Hey, everybody, it's Dr. Deb here with PTSD and beyond. We're having a little audio challenge today. But uh, regardless of that, thank you so much for being here. And a shout out to all of the 100 plus countries that listen to this podcast, as well as our sponsors, Terry Wiltondale and Dr. Pamela Hall. Go check them both out. They're both authors. And uh, we've got an upcoming podcast with uh, Terry, who's going to be talking to us about how do you select a therapist? I mean, like, what are the things that we need to know? I know that there's a previous podcast, but this is a little bit different because um, we're going to be blending the psychotherapy and the peer support perspective perspectives on finding a therapist. And Dr. Pamela Hall, she's got an amazing book called PTSD Unplugged. Oh, you want to know what? I have an announcement to make. Holy buckets. Guess what? You're never going to believe it in a million years. <laughs> Dr. Pam and I are speaking at the American Psychological Association conference that's coming up. And we're going to be talking about the value of peer support in social media. So more on that. So stay tuned. Today's episode, guys, so let's talk about anxiety. So this pre yes I know right let's just let's just kind of casually talk about anxiety shall we <laughs> Oh my gosh that wonderful feeling and emotion and that energy sensation that feels like it's just erupting right anxiety it's it's our not so nice friend if we want to call it this past week at PTSD and beyond the chat we talked just in a general conversation, open discussion about anxiety, and a topic, a subtopic came up, which was about giving ourselves the permission to relax. And that topic actually came up because of Glenn Doyle, who posted on Twitter about give yourself permission to relax. And we've been talking about how do we relax and how can we relax and what does it mean to relax and why does anxiety 
keep creeping up to prevent us from relaxing. And we can even dive it, you know, dive deeper in having some details come up. So like, you know, for me, it's, well, there's this never ending list of things to do and that, no, you can't relax or have fun until all chores are done. And that was learned behavior from when I was growing up. You just, there wasn't any time to play. It wasn't time to play until everything got done. And unfortunately, that just kept, you know, like snowballing. And for me as an adult, there's anxiety about giving myself permission to freaking relax. And I'm laughing. It's not funny. I'm I'm laughing because um, having these memories, some of them I can laugh at, Um The situation, though, others feel the same. Why is it so difficult to give ourselves a break? You know, here's a good point. We encourage other people to relax. How many times do you encourage someone to say, hey, you know what? Yeah, go go take that. No, go take that time to yourself. Oh, my gosh, you deserve it. Or, yeah, that's a great idea. Oh, my gosh, that's so fantastic, right? And when do we ever do that for ourselves? When do we ever give ourselves that same counsel that we give to other people? When? When the doctor says, oh, you know what? You better relax because your blood pressure is too high. In my case, my blood pressure is too low. I run low and I've actually had my doctor say, you need to relax. You got to relax. Make sure you're eating your meals regularly. Because your blood pressure runs low. Hello? <laughs> or when, when are we going to relax? When we're so exhausted and we collapse and then it's like, oh my gosh, I'm forcing myself to relax, right? We have that that badge of, oh, I, oh, I did all that and now I get to relax. And who else? Somebody else on, on Twitter talked about the um, the responsibility of our own suffering, When is it that we're responsible? Yes, I say that in a really Midwest accent, don't I? Responsible. Shout out to Detroit. That's the way we say it. Um, The responsibility of, you know, our own pain and suffering. What are we doing? Okay, guess what? Not everybody wants a solution. I'm the kind of person who looks at things and says, all right, here's a problem. There is a solution. I might not know it today, but there is a solution. And people that know me know that I say that phrase often. I know there's a solution. I might not know it today. There is a solution. I found this exercise. It's a technique that is fascinating. And why it's fascinating uh, is because it's effective. And it's so simple that I can't believe that it's as effective as it is because it's so simple. They always say sometimes, they meaning people, some people say we make things more difficult than what they really need to be. And I found this exercise, it's a technique that I've been using recently to help when I experience anxiety and I want to give myself the permission to relax. I want to give a shout out to the team at PTSD and beyond. We have the 
and pastor doctor Victor Moscone, who, um, yes, posts wonderful content that, again, <laughs> encompasses the, hey, when you're going to relax. And then we also have our other moderator, rink dancer Mary, who reminds me on a daily basis, hey, because she's in Philly, <laughs> when are you going to relax? She doesn't say it that way. I wish I could get Mary to actually say it in her dialect. It's so cool. You know what? It is wicked cool. All right, I got to get the lingo right. It is wicked cool. So let's talk about this exercise. Like I said, it's, it's fascinating to me because it's so simple and it's effective. And what I want to do in this episode is I want to walk everybody through it. So let's listen to it first, okay? Before, if you decide to do it, you know, that's that's up to you if you want to just, if you want to try it. Listen first, okay? Don't just jump right in and start moving around with what I'm going to say to do. What's helpful is let's listen to the instructions first and the guidance first, and then we're going to repeat it three times, okay? Awesome. All right. So now I know that I mentioned our, oh God, I can't remember now. You know what? It's late while I'm recording this. Our Ko-Fi account. Thank you. Somebody loves me. And no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to edit that. I think it's funny to keep these real pieces in there to show that uh, we are an indie podcast and I'm proud of that. Our, our Ko-Fi account you know, buy us a cup of coffee to help us with the operating costs. We're not asking for, uh, you know, a lot. Just, you know, throw us throw us some change once in a while, right? Coffee. I'm a big coffee drinker. People that listen to the podcast uh, know that I'm a coffee drinker. I'm talking like thick, rich coffee, right? The kind that you can tip to the side. You can have somebody read it. Remember, I'm a Greek-American. That's the kind of coffee I drink. So anyway, one of the ways that I like to make my coffee is by using a French press. So if you can envision what a French press is, okay, bear with me now, people who know what a French press is, there are people who are unfamiliar with it. I want to describe what a French press looks like. And there's many different styles, okay, but the one that I'm going to go with is the traditional French press where it's a glass cylinder, you know, that is enclosed on the bottom. It's open on the top. And this glass cylinder fits in tight in, in a holder, like a metal holder with a plastic handle. And then what happens is you grind coffee grounds and you pour the coffee grounds inside the glass, you know, cylinder, pour your hot water in, stir it up. And then there's this plunger and at the bottom of this plunger is a mesh filter okay and so you put the mesh filter on top it's a circle it got like little lips on the sides right you know it's a little flange on the sides so when you push it down slowly what happens is that the coffee grounds get compressed down in the bottom and then the uh, water that is now brewed coffee rises to the top now what happens when you put the filter on top and you push it too fast, well, the coffee can explode and it goes all over the place. And sometimes when we're impatient, and we don't want to wait, right, 
for the um, coffee to settle a little bit, there can be resistance with the press. And then, yes, if you push too hard, then once again, coffee just, you know, like comes up and it goes all over the countertop or you get coffee grounds in your coffee, right? <laughs> You're like, you got this mess. The technique, this exercise is called the French press because what we're doing is we're going to be sitting in a chair, standing up, and you have your you have your hands to your sides of your legs, okay? And your fingertips are, are um, faced to the floor, okay? And then we're going to do the motion of the hands first where you raise your hands up. So they're at to this, your, um, you know, like you're an airplane if you want. They're extended out to the sides. And then you're going to reach all the way up to the ceiling, to the sky. Your palms are facing inward. And then you're going to tilt your hands so that your middle fingers, the tips of your middle fingers touch. So you look like a little ballerina, right? And then you're going to start pressing your hands down slowly, 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 slowly in front of you. And then your fingers, your pointy fingers, those tips are going to touch and you continue to press down press down slowly and the next thing you know you're right in front of your chest and you keep pushing down down all the way to the floor and if you're sitting when you get to your uh, tops of your thighs release your hands to the sides and follow down and if you're standing then just continue to press 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 where your hands now are parallel to the floor and then relax them and release them to the side where again the palms of your hands are facing then the outer part of your thighs. This is an interesting exercise because when I actually do it, there's a sound that I I hear. I feel like I hear the sound and, and it's movement of energy. See, when you're using an actual French press and you're pushing the plunger down and the coffee grounds are compressing, Sometimes you can hear the metal mesh um, filter scrape the sides of the glass cylinder. You can hear it. You can hear it. It makes this like, kind of like a whooshy kind of sound. And when I do this exercise, it's like I can, I can hear that sound and I can also feel like the movement of the energy with my hands. This technique works the same way with the energy in the coffee. The sludge, if you will, is moving from top to bottom and it's going back into the earth. Coffee grounds we can recycle and we can plant in our garden. So all the icky sludge goes on to the ground and it's absorbed into the earth. Okay, our feet are planted on the ground and it helps ground us. You might even feel, well, I don't want to lead everybody on on what, you, what you're going to experience, okay? What I've experienced is feeling more grounded with my feet. And that helps me because I'm doing more grounding techniques energetically as well as adding to my practice of um, other modalities, other movement modalities. And... We do this technique called the French press three times. 
And as we're pressing down, like I said, the sludge goes all the way to the bottom, becomes part of the ground, and it, it nourishes the soil, it nourishes the ground. And then what's left is we have all of this movement of energy and fluidity, just like the coffee, the brewed coffee, just like it. It's an amazing technique. So let's do it. You'll have it on audio. I want you to repeat it three times. Okay, we'll always do things in three. And I've got my handy dandy bell here. So let's, it's a beautiful bell. I got it as a gift from India. It's absolutely gorgeous. Okay, so let's ring the bell. Get yourself situated and whether you choose to stand or you want to sit in a chair. And breathing for this exercise is at your normal pace. So we're not forcing, you know, deep breaths or anything like that. You're just breathing at your normal pace. And our hands, again, are at our sides. I happen to be sitting. And our palms are facing, our palms of our hands are facing the outside of our, our legs. And we're breathing at our normal pace. You feel your feet on the ground. Imagine that your feet are becoming part of the floor, the ground, the earth. Maybe feel them getting a little bit heavier. Some tingling sensations on the soles of your feet. And with your next breath in, I want you to go ahead and start moving your arms slowly out to the sides like an airplane, so you're like a T. Slowly, slowly, slowly. And we're going to move the palms of our hands, starting now to raise up higher and face one another. And you tilt your hands inward and the middle fingers, the tips, they touch. You'll find them. There they go. Now they're touching. And we're just continuing to breathe, becoming more relaxed. We're going to start pressing downward. Slowly, slowly, coming now to the middle of our forehead. Our feet are still grounded. Pressing slowly, maybe now in front of your nose, in your mouth, in your throat, in the front of the chest, and your fingertips now are even touching. And you continue to press slowly in front of the stomach, continue to breathe, and press downward, downward. And if you're sitting in the chair, continue to press down. Our palms are facing the ground. And now we're bringing them back in again toward the outside of our thighs. And we'll take a pause. Continue to breathe. And now with our next inhalation, we're going to do the same. 
And you bring your hands out to the sides, stretch them all the way out as far as you can go, almost like a big energetic hug ready to happen. And you lift your arms up higher and higher, palms facing inward, reaching, reaching to the sky, feeling an extension of energy from the ground all the way through your spine, extending through your hands and your fingertips, turning our hands inward, tilting our fingers so that the middle finger touches. Beginning our next press, slowly moving down. Our pointed finger now touches, and maybe even the ring finger, and we're pressing slowly, coming in front of our forehead, slowly moving, pressing like that French press in front of our eyes, now our nose, and our mouth and down in front of our throat and our chest and our heart moving slowly pressing again the sludge to the earth now in front of our abdomen pressing downward moving our hands to our side if you're sitting and if you're standing continuing to press downward to open palms facing the ground, and then turning our palms inward, facing our outer thighs. Notice what you feel. Notice how our feet feel firmly grounded. Our legs feel firmly grounded. And notice where you, you feel the grounded limit is. When I did this one time, I felt grounded above my chest all the way down to my feet. From above my chest all the way down to my feet. Just notice it. Okay, we're going to do this one more time. Remember, do things in threes. So on your next inhalation, I want you to go ahead and move your arms slowly to the side. Stretch outward, outward, outward. Stretch like a big hug and raise your arms up slowly. Slowly, we're going to reach for the sky, palms facing inward. Again, the energy and the extension from our feet all the way through our spine, up to our hands, to our fingertips, touching the sky. Our hands tilt inward for our middle fingers to touch, even our pointed fingers touch. We're going to begin our press. Slowly, we press down the sludge and it goes into the earth. And what's left, what remains, is the fluidity of energy. See, anxiety disappears. It lessens and then it disappears. It stays part of the sludge. And then what's left is calmness. I just love this French press technique. Continue to press down at your own pace. 
Remember as you finish, our palms are perpendicular to the earth. Continue to breathe. And as you relax your hands and your arms, just like the press is relaxed when it finishes, our palms face inward, facing the outer part of our thighs. And just sit here and notice. Notice what sensations you're experiencing. Notice any differences from when we first started. Sit with it. Label it. Name it. Know it. And journal it. Write it down. Write it down and keep track of experiences. Why I like to keep track of experiences is because on days when I'm having an off day, I like to read about when I'm having a good day. It helps me on off days. Actually, I should say off moments. There aren't any off days. It's off moments. And then what I want you to do next is to take a breath in and let it out through your mouth. Take another breath in through your nose and let it out through your mouth. And one more time, take another cleansing breath in through your nose and let it out through your mouth. And we're going to come back to this moment by ringing the bell. And we just finished using the French press technique. Thank you so much for being here with me today. For experiencing all these wonderful things that we bring to each other to share and to uh, be stronger together with our healing. Because that's what it's all about. I said it. I said it on New Year's Day of 2022 that 2022 is the year of Stronger Together. And I truly believe that. And I can't thank you enough for being here today. And uh, remember to check back next week. I know we were off last week, but we're uh, we're back on track here. And uh, you guys make it a good one. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>